to the latest edition of JMO. This is your boy Aaron Cooley, and I got my peoples with me. Mac, sad you. 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 That's what's up. Here at JMO, we give more than just my opinion. We have facts-based truths, people. But we're gonna jump into some games and give our opinion. And uh, let's start off with the football games. Or that's the only games that we got this weekend. Right? It's football games. Broncos at Chiefs. Who y'all got? Chiefs. Chiefs. Duh. Right. <laughs> just because just because they beat the Texans doesn't mean that I'm gonna sit there and jump on the Broncos wave. Like nah, they've been garbage all year. They get lucky against. A good team once, and it's like, I'm not about to bleed the hype. Wow. Nope, I'm sorry. Not this year. So no, nobody's fucking with the Broncos? Every time nope. I bring up a Broncos game, they win. Nobody noticed that? Well, I guess you're just their lucky charm, aren't you? All right, I guess I'll just leave it alone. Texans and Titans. Uh, as crazy as it sounds, I think I might just mm-hmm. go... That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I want to pick Tannehill, but then it's like you never know. It could end up being one of those games where DeAndre D Hop ends up snapping, Will Fuller ends up bugging because I think he was out last week, so he's playing this week. So yeah, could just be one of those games. Hmm. When all they got to do, all Texas got to do is win two out of two out of their last three, and they get to. The, they get so their uh, division. Texans in this one. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead with the Texans. Mine as this, well. This is a toss-up for me. I'm picking the Titans. They're at home. Tannehill is playing out of his mind. Yeah, you're right. He's 5-1, and one, but all the Sean Watkins has been real streaky. Hey, but guess what? That's the reason why it's hard to pick against him because you figure he has... One bad week, so you know he might end up having a bounce back. Just like, oh yeah, I feel like balling out today. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't want anybody to get to, to get misconstrued. Me picking against them, I'm not saying that they're not capable of it because he is. Know he's that. a very capable quarterback. I've seen him in New England do a lot of things, but oh yeah, he's you know, capable. You had to, so you had to I'm not. Yeah, yeah, you had to witness it for yourself in order to believe it, but. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I just don't think he's going to do it. I, I don't Look, know. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and tell the people you still feel better about the way they beat you. Just, just go ahead. I mean, no, 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 no. If anything, if I was being a homer, if I was being a homer about it, I'd be like Texans all the way because they're a great team because they beat the Patriots. But that's not the case. No, I'm, I'm talking about the other version uh, of that scenario where it's like you don't like the Texans in certain games because it's just like. Hey, they got lucky against us, but they're not going to get lucky again. No, 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 no. And that's another thing, too. I'm not I'm not saying that. They won because they were the better team that day. I can honestly say that. The only thing that they didn't do compared to us is is the defense-wise. But like I said, they were just a better team that day. But this right here, they they are going to be playing for something. Um, they are in the same division, correct? Yes. Texas, yeah, AFC South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. South. So they're playing for something, and you know how I love these divisional games. Love it. Yes, you do. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm picking the Titans, man. I don't know. I, I just got some. There's a fuzzy feeling in my belly button that says the Titans. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Rams at Dallas. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm scared about this game. Ooh. Rams. Rams at Dallas. I'm scared about that game. <laughs> what? 
Yo, I picked the scare, the three scariest or the two scariest games on the on the slate this week. Yes, you did. All right. Well, you know, and it's crazy because the only reason why I said I'm afraid of that game is because you don't know what Dallas Cowboys you're gonna get, and the same with the Rams. You don't know which Rams team you're gonna get. Exactly. These are two. Well, these are two bet teams. Uh, if I were to say anything that's suspect about the Rams, oh yeah, it's everything. Can't even front. Thank you. Like, oh, it's their secondary. Their secondary. Yeah, their secondary is, is suspect. It's suspect. Jared Goff, Jared Goff is, suspect. is suspect. Their running backs is yeah. suspect. Their running backs is suspect. Their offensive yeah. line is suspect. Like the yeah. only good thing they have on there is one corner and one defensive lineman. Outside of that, everything else is suspect. Like the fact that Cooper Cup had three games straight. Earlier, earlier, early in December, three games straight where he did not catch the ball once, and I only know because I have him on my fantasy team. Duh. That tells you that they're they're, they're suspect. Well, I'm gonna think have the to... running back is suspect. I think it's the line that's suspect. Yeah. So if the line, I just I say I say running back only because it's like it's not the same Todd Gurley because you figure their line has been the same line he was running behind last year. It was the same. It was probably upgraded just maybe a little bit. It's not like they really lost any dominant key players. True. Like that's why I said their running backs are such because it's like Todd Gurley has not been the Todd Gurley that everybody remembers the one where he was almost like Alvin Kamara last year or Zeke Elliott like the running backs really the ones that was on top last year aren't the same running backs that's on top this year. I'm just going to say no. that. Like Mark no, no, Ingram. No, no, no. But, there's a lot, but there's a lot to attribute that to because Mark Ingram and Kamara was a part of a committee for one. Okay, and... but Mark, but you look at it like this. Mark Ingram is probably what? he's. I think he's like fifth. Like he's in the top ten when it comes to running back. Alvin Kamara is not at the top like he was last year because when he, he had, had Ingram. He had help. I, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. It's like Ingram was at the top, mm-hmm. Zeke was at the top, mm-hmm. Saquon was at the top, and well, we don't uh, know who's on Saquon. He hurt. He's been hurt. Saquon's yeah. been hurt. Ezekiel Elliott's actually playing a full season, so like a lot of these things could just be attributed to that. Because I mean, he's had a break the last what two, three seasons he's been in the league. At least four games every year he's been on. Who? Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. That was only last year. He wasn't. Didn't he get into something the year before that too? Nope. They was trying to. Uh, they was trying to suspend him the year before that, but it wasn't holding. So they waited till the following year to actually let it stick. Hmm. Hmm. Well, he's playing a full year this time. Yes. Um. But. So who you got then? I got Dallas. I'm I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm picking Dallas. I mean, I want to so badly, but I don't. And then you also got to look at it. The Dallas team, like where they their at? secondary, their secondary sucks suspect. Comes to, I'm not gonna hold you. No, not but, suspect. They suck when it comes to tackling, but they can play good oh, okay. coverage. Okay, I know what you're you feel me. About. They can play no, good no. coverage, but they suck at tackling. You feel me? And you got, but that's the worst though. If you can't tackle, what's the point of playing coverage? Because if you catch it, and then wait, this is why I'm going to say. This is why I'm going to say. If Vander Esch plays, then they actually might actually win this by a significant amount. You feel me? Because with Vander Esch in there and take Sean Lee out, Vander Esch and Jalen Smith actually take up all running backs and tight ends. Like you're not getting nothing on the two of them. 
You feel me? You'll get a couple yards here and there, but it ain't going to be nothing significant. But it's like, if Vander Esch is not playing, then I'm I'm afraid to test this game because it's like their streakiness of not wanting to tackle and everything and missed coverage, that's probably going to continue. Well, they're on like a three-game slide or something like that. So they Ooh, need down. this game. Yeah, they need this game because they're slow. They're just letting Philly creep back in. I, I, I already told you they wasn't making the playoffs, so it is what it is. I still but, say they do. I don't think so. Um, I got a question for y'all. Got a couple questions for y'all. First one is, if you were down, because you just was talking about the, those last two games, are the scariest ones I picked. I'm gonna show you three games that I didn't pick. That I want to know if you were down to your last dollar. Mm-hmm. You had the choice between watching one of these three games or buying a sandwich. Which one would you oh, do? The I'm first game. Sandwich. The I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say it might actually be a sandwich, but I'll I, 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 I'll entertain this. Entertain me, please. The Browns at the Cardinals. Sandwich or the game? Sandwich. Uh, <laughs> definitely sandwich. Ooh, really? Definitely, because it's like. Wait, wait, before, if you're going to just tell me, who do you think is going to win, if anything? Just, just, just. Out of the Browns and who? The Browns and Cardinals. I'm going to give it to the Browns, but I'm still picking the sandwich. You know what? I'm picking the sandwich too, but I'm picking the Cardinals. Cardinals, baby. I can't help you. It's in in Arizona. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing because it's like you don't know which Kyler Murray you're going to get. Because if you get the Kyler Murray who's been stinking up the place the past two games, you know, <laughs> sitting there doing stupid runs mm-hmm. and getting yanked down by his shoulder pads, nah, it's definitely going to be the Browns. All right. Well, well, well you know what? We'll eh, see. I don't know because with Miles Garrett not being able to not play, being in there, right? Yeah, and yeah. then they don't got Ver- a big uh, hole over there. Vernon Oliver, like they they got some. We'll, got we some shall nice... see, but we but we all we all agree that if anything, we're all gonna sandwich sandwich. Okay, sandwich. Colts at Saints, and this is actually a, a Sunday um, But I don't know. I just so I'm picking the Colts. I mean, not the Colts. I'm picking the Saints. You're picking so the Saints. Now, are you picking that, the Saints, it's, it's, or are you picking the sandwich and the Saints? I'm picking a sandwich in the seats. Okay, because I'm not going to watch this so, game. I'm not going to hold you. I can really care less about this game because the Saints already locked up their playoff position mm-hmm. and the Colts are still fighting for theirs. So I'm definitely taking the sandwich. <laughs> but we all agree Saints over – they're at home. It's just – that's just – If the Saints lose this one, I'm laughing because that's a two-game There's just no – there's no way that they can lose this one at home. <laughs> don't, say no, don't say there's no way. It's the NFL now. All right, you're right. All right, the sandwich or Dolphins at Giants? Sandwich all the way. I'm going to take a sandwich, sandwich. too. I don't want and nothing to do with the Dolphins versus the Giants. Like, that is the epitome of an irrelevant game. It is. But who you got? got to ask. Uh, Eli's playing, so I'll probably take Eli. I'm going with Eli. He did look I good against the Eli. Eagles. Can't for I'll probably it. say yeah. Eli. Goals Especially if, Eli. if they, if if they, they can get... Because you figure Eli showed them something like, bro, our He's offense nice is a problem. Our defense is a problem. Facts. Facts. Um, 
All right, I'm off that. Now, my next question is a pretty broad one, real simple. Are the Ravens unstoppable? I wouldn't say unstoppable, but they're just showing everybody that it's like you got to pick your poison on how you want to think you're going to beat us because Either if you think you're going to... in the face or Lamar, chop your legs up. Exactly. <laughs> Which that's really what he's been doing. He's been breaking so, everybody so down. They're and... not unstoppable, but... They're not unstoppable, but it's like a team hasn't figured out. And this nice bit of a stretch since their last loss, a team has not figured out how to stop them. Because it's like now Lamar, you've seen the growth of Lamar from week one to now it being week 15. Like you've seen, oh my God, that is a big skunk. But you've seen his growth. <laughs> Facts. But, uh, but so if they're not unstoppable... Do they are they not like favorites to go to the Super Bowl and win it? Nah, they are. They're one hundred percent favorites. So how if they're favorites to go to the Super Bowl and win it, they're not unstoppable? What do you mean? Just because you nobody's just because just because you're a favorite doesn't mean you're unstoppable. That that's that's the definition of being a favorite, isn't it? That's not the definition of being a favorite. Being unstoppable. Like, nobody's yeah. going to stop you at all. So, you're the favorite. Yeah. So, by definition, the Ravens are unstoppable. And by, by, by close, close enough. I am a Patriots fan. I don't know. Remember this. that one time the Patriots was almost un- when undefeated the regular season. And then just, just text me. Where you going? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. You're right. No, I got to give you that one. They was undefeated all season, but they were looking. Yeah. And then look at the, but look at the, look at uh, Carolina too. Like you think about it, the Pates went undefeated that year with Randy Moss and lost in the Super Bowl to Eli. And then Carolina looked unstoppable. You feel me? Until they ran to Atlanta week 16, which I feel like that was, well, it was either week 16 or week 17. But I feel like that was an irrelevant game that they lost, but it was significant enough to where the Broncos figured out how to beat them. So do I say they're unstoppable? No. Because you don't know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. You don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs. But just going off of them right now, I would say they're not unstoppable, but they sure as hell got enough momentum behind them to make a team sit there, make an offensive and a defensive coordinator uh, stay up half the night trying to figure out how they're going to beat them. It's all true. But I got to go out on let me say they're unstoppable, man. And until they get stopped, I'm going to have to call them that. I mean, they could do it all. He's not just doing it. He's winning. He's throwing five touchdowns with less than 200 throw, like passing yards. Oh, it's, yeah. It's See, that, but that's it. But so that's, like, that's because he's doing it primarily with his legs. Like, he's more of a balanced quarterback where He's running for the same amount of yards that he's thrown for. So yeah. he's pretty much by himself accounting for well over 300 yards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, so it's like, so it's like, it's almost like a pick your poison. Like, all right, we're not going to let him run 100 yards on me, but he's going to throw for damn near 200 yards. And if he throws for 200 yards, you're going to be seeing that still the team five that, touchdowns, three touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. If you throw for, th- if you let him throw for 200 yards, you're going to be seen as a team that can't, 
like people are not going to use your film because this is like all right they figured out how to slow him down but he still torched them through the air and then it's mm-hmm. like all right we figured out how to slow him down through the air but he still broke every last one of your defender's legs so it's like eh. it's like what do you what do you do unstoppable is what you just described but we're going to move on so my question is my next question is about the coaches in the NFL with all of the hot seats and the hot asses in December a lot of a couple of them already been fired a lot more in my opinion are going to be fired I'm pretty sure pretty sure can you guys give me one or two coaches that's gonna that's gonna get fired and just never get a job again. Like as a coach. Bernie, they might get a uh, they might get a coordinator's job. Kitchens. They might get a huh? Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens Freddie Kitchens for sure. Mm. Uh, that, I already knew that. I mean I feel like well nah, because Jason Garrett is looking like the hot hot take for Carolina. Carolinas look really? like they might they might go after it's, it's like it's but I did it's really hard to sit there and say that because it's like you don't know what a team's really looking for and then it's like if they do hire a coach you don't know if the coach is going to sit there and be like oh well I liked how he ran his like it, it's too much to go off of. Hmm. Well, I know Freddie Kitchens is at the top of the list. I don't see him working in the NFL being a head coach. After, if I mean I see him probably being NBA. a coordinator, but. Head coach yeah, no. You. I heard but that's what you, it's, it's one, it's one a quarterback, a quarterback, uh, yeah, quarterbacks coach. Coach. So it's like, yeah, but it's one. Yeah, of those things, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like you have to oh, man, first wait for him to be fired because you don't know. Like with Freddie Kitchens, you don't know. Maybe the Browns sit there and be like, "Look, we're gonna give you one more year because of how often they do fire and hire coaches." Because it's literally seemed like if not every year, every other year, they're firing their head coach. Yeah, that's true. It's just crazy that um, it's just Browns. crazy that I don't, I don't know what's up with the Browns. I really don't. But it's right now organizational wise. Chemi- nah, I think it's right now a chemistry thing. Like they're still trying to figure out their chemistry all the way, all across the board when it comes to their offense and defense. Like you you went out and got all these high picks, but it's like. You're realizing now that it's going to take more than one one season for them to really mesh correctly. That's crazy. Well, that leads me to my last question. My last, mm-hmm. last question about the NFL, at least. And um, we just talked about the Ravens and how, well, how I think they're unstoppable. Are we... Headed for a 49ers-Ravens collision course? Pretty much. Nah, I mean, uh, I say it like this. It really comes down to Seattle. Mm. I'm going to say it like that. It's going to come down to Seattle. Now, if Seattle has to play the 49ers, I don't see the 49ers beating Seattle. I'm sorry. But if if Seattle... Honestly, I'm I'm more so Seattle versus 49ers. I mean, not 49ers, Seattle versus Ravens because the more I think about it, it's hard to stop Russell Wilson. It is. He just got stopped last game. Yeah, by an fluke game. And it's like, you really think about it, if that game, I feel as though 
like that game was just like a catch you off guard type game, but it's one of those games where a lot of head coaches uses that as to put fire to the player's ass. You feel me? Like, yo, we was doing so good all these other weeks, but yet you let the Rams come in here and, and do y'all like that? Like, how do, and you look at, you look at the type of team the Seattle Seahawks is, it's like, they're almost like the, the NFC version of the Patriots in regards to when you sit there and do, when they have something to build off of and to get mad about for their following game, they use it. I don't know. Them, the punches that knock you out is the ones you can't see. So, well, I mean, they, they didn't see I will say Jadavion Clowney has been ruled out, and that, that could be partially what's been going on. He's having a hip injury. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's the key. Is Ziggy Anson playing? Because you figure it's the both of them. It's not no, just no, Davion I know that, Clowney, but he's, he's a key too, cog because... in, in their pass rush. So, oh, yeah. But you figure, but you figure, it's also one of those things where it's like Jadavian County, since he got to Seattle and he's been playing with Ziggy Ansah, the Jadavian County has looked twenty times better than he's ever had because it's like now he got somebody who's around the same age as him who can sit there and flip flop with him and they use both of them in the same way. Like you'll sometimes see only two linemen stand in three point stance, but you'll see them two like roaming around looking like they about to shoot gaps and once the ball is hyped sometimes they're both shooting that middle together I've seen that I've seen that on one of those drives where it was just like damn that's scary Hmm. so you think if it's not going to be the 49ers it'll be Seattle Hmm. Mm -hmm. because I don't see the Saints being either one of them what happened to the what what happened to your Packers pick I never picked the Packers. I've so never been a Packers pick. You I said sat them, there and said, said I sat there and said the Saints might not beat the oh, Packers. Okay. That was what I was saying. Because I don't see I'm sorry, it's Aaron Rodgers. You mm-hmm. feel me? Aaron Rodgers inside of um inside of uh Green Bay, especially in January. It's not an Aaron Rodgers you really want to try and play against because then it seems like he's getting all his calls. You feel me? His team seems to be playing better now. Do I feel like the Packers can beat Seattle? No. Hell no. Because the only only reason why I say that is because Seattle actually has a run game that the Saints don't. So you figure Seattle can play whatever game they really want to play. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I, if I seem distracted, it's because I'm watching this Lakers Miami game, and it is it's busting right now. I can't front. Let me transition to basketball to NBA real quick. I love all the points on on the football shit because to be honest, I mean, in the, in the long run, I do see there's a collision course with the 49ers and Ravens. But you bring up a great point. Seattle is like not nothing to sleep on, and I got to look at the seating again. But before the season, Seattle is the number five seed. So Seattle will end up playing whoever wins in the NFC East. Which that's why I say they they got the easiest run. And then you figure because they went, you figure they (laughs) win that game like safe. What disrespectful? (laughs) The Eagles is coming out of that division. It's not gonna be the Cowboys. So, so say, do you really think the Eagles can beat Seattle? 
Of course I'm gonna root for my team. Come on now. Okay, okay, that was a stupid <laughs> question. You feel me? That, that, now that I look at it, that was a stupid <laughs> question. The Falcons was in that position. I'll sit there and be like, you damn right. But see, here's the thing. Like, y'all are still trying to figure out y'all offense. You're right. So. There's too many injuries. Like, being realistic. Like, I'm, too from, many I'm from here. You feel me? I'm, I live literally five minutes from Philly. So it's like, that's the main news talk I hear. And it's like, when it comes to the fans, I'll go to school with a lot of real Eagles fans that will sit there and tell you. They don't know who the hell they want to be on offense. No, you're right. Nor they do they have, they nor do they have identity crisis. Nor do they have. I think it's a personnel uh, thing. I don't think it's an identity eight, crisis. It's nah, really a personnel. Then I think it's more than. I think it's more than just that. I think what it is is they became too predictable when it comes to their play calling. Like they might do pass, pass, run, 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 pass, run, pass, and it's like teams have caught on to their rhythm. So it's like now it's easier for them to predict things. Bring back Andy Reid. Well, not nah, Andy Reid. See, Andy Reid, him getting Patrick Mahomes kind of broke that whole whole thing he had, his yeah. whole stigma. Because, you know, Andy Reid only loved pocket passes. And you figure Pat Mahomes isn't so much a pocket passer. He's more like an Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, where he's going to move the pocket and launch it. Well, let's get into this NBA shit real quick. Um, with the trade, um, trade like Mark starting or coming or approaching or whatever. Trade deadline is after the after the All Star game. Say it again. Trade deadline is no longer after the All Star game. No, 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 no. but it's it don't before. start. It don't start. You're not you're not able to trade till what? Like in like two weeks or something, right? Or is it a week and a half? No, you can trade now. It's after like the first couple, first ten or fifteen games. Oh, okay, okay, trade. okay. So now that we're in the thick yeah. of the trade talks and the, and whatnot. Yeah, that's why everybody's um, trying to, you know, get Kev, see where Kevin Love's going to go. Yeah, that's fun. that's. I feel I feel like that's Kevin Love right now is like a key piece when it comes to a lot of teams on the West Coast. That's good because I was about to ask. You figured about to ask really figure, what what team is just one piece away, and who is that one piece? Portland, Portland is one piece away, and I feel like Kevin Love could help them because they're down because Collins isn't playing, and you figure if Collins was playing, Asan Whitehead, Collins, Melo, no, you know Dane, what, no. and CJ, so you, you know what, you know what, Portland is missing. They're missing Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic was a key part of their of their uh, game. Hey, he, he, I mean, he stretched the floor just as well as as Dame and McCullough. So you think about it, Whiteside, he just starts shooting threes, so I really don't count him as a three-point shooter, but he's a very good interior force. And Nurkic is a good yeah. interior force, but he can stretch out not even to the three-point line. What is Jerkis just hurt, right? Yeah, he's injured. Is he coming back this year or no? I don't know. No, I gotta look that up. I've been, ha- I've been, ta- I've been, I in my notes, it's, it, I for the past like three weeks, it's been saying, look it up, look it up, and I just refuse to even look it up. But no, I, I know he's and he's been injured all year. I didn't know if he was coming back. Yeah, that's crazy. So you figure, so you figure, we get Kevin Love. He's a 15 and 10 guy, so you know, he'll help out significantly. 
he's not Kevin Love from Minnesota or even early early Cleveland. But you know, he still can give you some product, yeah, bro, I productivity. Was watching, who did they just beat the other night? And I was um I was they beat the Cavs, I think. And I was like, he or no no no, they beat the Knicks. Was it the Knicks? It was probably the Knicks. I think it was the Knicks. Nah, the, I think the Knicks. I, or was nah, it the Pelicans? Let me the... check it. Because he was, it was busting somebody's ass. And I was like, damn, bro. He, he looking like he heard our, our, our talk, our shit talking the other day. Who, love? Yeah, he was he was going ham. Oh, they, they, they beat the Spurs last night. That's what it was. Yeah, they beat the Spurs. I was like, damn, he must have heard our podcast. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Covington to to, yeah, to the Rockets, so that's that's where I was that's with it. Be, I think they get him. him. I don't think, but I don't think that's enough to give them that push because that only gives them one. Other than PJ Tucker, you figure that gives them one. That's still that gives eight, them one key key defense you. player, and they have an extra three or a three and D guy as they call him because he could pop up a three whenever. But they don't like. But here's the thing: Harden really doesn't like using them, especially when Harden feels like he's on fire. It's like that's that's their problem. It's like yeah. when you have a Harden and Westbrook combination. Yeah, defense is going to be key, but it's never going to help because you figure the two of them are not going to lock down a dominant point guard. So you're going to have to. So it's That's like why, if you go against the team, if you go against a team like say for instance, let, let's just throw this out there. Say for instance, Kevin Love does get traded to the Portland Trailblazers. There is no way in hell that the Rockets will be able to stop Portland because they have five players who can kill you in some mm. aspect. So when you go against a team that's that complete, where it's like you have two all-stars and then you have three dominant players and all three and two of them have been all-stars at one point in their careers and a third who could be become all-star if he was to really actually get maybe like a little bit better. Who you talking about? So, I mean, if he starts to get, I'm talking about Hassan Whiteside. Oh, yeah. He's an all-star. He, he made it one season. He's a one Okay, so you have so you basically have almost like how the Warriors had five All Stars in their mm. starting lineup. There is no way in fucking hell that a Houston Rockets is going to even come close to beating a team that that mm. complete. Because you figure who you gonna put? Who would you put Harden on? You're not gonna put Harden on mm-hmm. Dave. You're not gonna put Harden on Cullen. So what you gonna put Harden on uh, Melo? Okay, <laughs> that means you're gonna have to put. So then, so wait, hold up, hold up. So then the question is, then who you going to put uh, uh, Westbrook on? Because we've already seen Dan can kill Westbrook. So what, you going to put him on, on McCullen? Okay. Then you're going to have to put Robert Covington on... Um, on Dame. On, on Dame, and that's not going to go well. You sure about that? You figure... It, you f- that would be a good match. That would be a good matchup, but I'll still say Dame's going to put up. Okay, 20 but that's Dame's going to put up twenty good points on anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you can stop him from scoring thirty, and you know you got to you got to remember these, I mean, but these Dame, playoff games, but here's the this thing. should slow down just a little bit, not crazy slow down. And on yeah, top of right. all of that, oh, in a seven game series, in a seven game series, I don't. There is no way in hell. Uh, uh, I'll probably say Houston might go for, might end up losing it. What? If it was You're a seven crazy. game series, I, I can't. I can't get behind that. Now uh, I can't I, because, bro. Like the, what I'm going by. What I'm going by is 
What I'm going by is they, 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 I can't say that they completely upgraded by getting rid of CP3 and getting Westbrook because I'm not a Westbrook fan. I'm not, I, I told my son, all they did put like this, all Westbrook does is give them more offensive points and, and more rebounds. More extra on more, the offensive exactly. board. That's what we were struggling on last year, the, yeah. all these years actually. Because uh, he gets to the playoffs, the he gets going to the playoffs, to get- he gets all these misses, and nobody can get any kind of rebounds, and we don't get no boards. And that's, that's that's part of the problem. We got him for that. He's a little bit more athletic than CP3. Here's the thing. To them. Okay, you got to right. a roster. You're right. You're right, but here's the thing. So, yeah, he'll get extra uh, rebounds, but when it comes to the transition, it's not going to work out. What? Because you figure he's either going... No, because think about it like this. Against a team like Portland, you figure, if anything, you're going against four big guys. Pretty much, and no. Three, three bigs and two small. I don't know if there's anybody better in transition than Westbrook, and I don't like Westbrook like that. Nah. All right, so let me break this down to y'all. So, man, if they get, if they match up against Portland, this would how it would be. It's not going to really work in favor wait, 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 of. Wait, 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 wait. Another thing too is we're talking about Portland, like they're in the, they're what they're like, twelve seed or some shit like that. Come on, man. They're like ninth, tenth. Thank like you. Tenth. The Houston Rockets are like third or fourth in, in the West. You are but like you're that saying that like adding Covington is, you know what I mean, going to make them just the same team. They're already better than Trailblazers right now. But all right, okay. But look at but look at it. The year when uh, the Jazz beat uh, OKC, Jazz was was under OKC. Jazz had a more complete team than OKC. I didn't say it. We're not talking about OKC. Okay, Y'all talking about I, Westbrook. Y'all are isolating no, Westbrook. I'm, tra- I'm talking okay. about the Rockets. No, but I'm just oh, saying. Oh, you're talking I'm, about the seeding no, thing. I'm okay, I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the seeding does not matter when you get into playoffs because it's like if you go against, I feel like if the Houston Rockets go against a complete team, they're not going well, to Well, I'm win. just putting it, I'm not even just using the records or the seeding. I'm just saying in general, if can you say with a straight face right now as we are talking, that the Trailblazers are a better team than the Houston Rockets. No, they're not. Okay. So I'm, no. All I'm saying is, I'm talking about if they add, me, I was talking uh, about hypothetically if they add uh, Kevin Love. All right, so let me break this down right quick. Please. If they add Love, if they add Love okay. Say, okay, Portland has Love and Houston adds Covington. Houston has that on lock. And it's not even because of, you can exclude Harden scoring 55 or whatever <clears throat> in Westbrook doing Westbrook. Their 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 defense prowess improves significantly. Not it, it, it improves a lot because PJ Tucker is a, a very good defensive player. He and he can cover he can cover from two to four. Robert Covington can cover one to four. And you still have um, oh um, Capella in the paint. So if you cover all of that, Farid. <clears throat> and they have Farid. I don't really count Farid because he's not the same player what um, he was. I only to I only mention him because like, sometimes they they try to play small to get Capella out of the game, but Farid isn't that bad. Yeah, no, I'm just, I was about to say he's he's not the same player he was, no. but he still can he still has a little impact. So they improve. <clears throat> better than 
it would be against Portland because nobody on Portland plays D. Um, except for maybe Dane McCullough plays a little bit of D. You got you got Melo. Melo don't play no D. That's my favorite player in the NBA. Melo's not playing. That is facts. So it's basically going to be a shootout, and it's it's going to be a shootout. Whoever can get the first stop, like it's football or some shit. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So you have to automatically give that because they have more of a defensive prowess. And. Portland is missing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I really can't. Well, we are going to see. I just don't understand. I, I don't even know why I brought up Houston. I mean, uh, Portland. That was the worst example you could have. You should have brought up, like, the Lakers or something. Could they match up with the Lakers? But no, Maybe because who's going off with the Lakers? There's no way they don't have enough Lakers. I'm watching the Lakers. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm this. I'm saying. I'm saying that would have been a better example than the Trailblazers. No, 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 no. Because I'm talking about the Bosher argument. I'm not talking about for me. Y'all help me out with the Trailblazers. No. No, I'll put like this. The only reason why the Trailblazers was in the conversation was because talking about the trade. It's it was the hypothetical. It was a hypothetical with Kevin Love because we all know Kevin Love is from. Mm-hmm. Probably he probably would love. He would probably love to play mm-hmm. for Portland. Well, that's what he's trying to go back to. He's trying to go back to Portland. No, nah, I know that, but I think that he's probably one of the biggest fish to be moved. I we talked here because nobody really. If you look at it, nobody's really. Trying to move anybody? Do you think that Portland's going to give him a first round, them a first round pick though, or is that just like hell to the no? Hell to the no. That's wishing on a falling. They might. No, it's not really. But but you're saying that you're pretty much saying that with him, they're a a contender. No. No, they're not. They they're a playoff contender. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it would be really dumb. That's what I'm saying. They might give him a first round draft pick, but because if Portland makes a playoff, that's going to be a late first round draft pick. If you think about it, it will be a high right. yeah, round draft right. pick. So they might, depending on depending on their seating and their record at the end, yeah, you're right about that. So, I mean. I, mean, I, I still say at best they could probably get a, a strong second round. Yeah, I give them that. They can get a second round. For a That's it. That that I feel like they would have said they want like a second rounder and maybe like money compensation. I feel like teams would have been all over that. Shit. Just just off of the fact, just off of the strength that it's like, oh, all we gotta give up is a second rounder. But you figure because it's Kevin Love and Kevin Love is the last of the LeBron James era that was actually good. <laughs> well, you say you don't know about I don't know about all that. <laughs> so who so from the LeBron era that's still in the Cavaliers, who who you say is it was the better play, who is the better They all player. gone. No, it's not. Tristan you Thompson got Tristan, still there. You still got you still Boom. got Kevin Love. You got Clark. You Boom. got uh, uh, what's old boy that wear his dad's jersey? Oh, Sexton. I was no. gonna say he wasn't there when LeBron won. No, he came from the Lakers along with Jordan Clark. Oh, um, ah, uh, I know you're talking about. I just can't remember his name. But he's a bum too, so it don't even count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I but I guess I say Jordan, Clark, but you figure 
You figure if Jordan Clark and him were to go, you figure they're only going to be bench players. Kevin Love is the only one where it's like he Kevin still might have something bench. in the tank. Only way he goes to somewhere, if he goes to somewhere with a high draft pick like Phoenix or some shit, he'll start. But other than that, wherever he I feel like on Portland, wherever he goes, like he's gonna Portland, come he off the bench. He's not gonna start on Portland uh, because then that's gonna move Melo. They're gonna. No, it's not because you fig- you figured you put him at the four because Melo's the three. Melo's beasting at the four right now because the game oh, is dynamic. The, the game dynamic is totally different from when Melo got in the league where he was a three. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you can push Melo to the four and he can do the same thing that he did when he was a three. So it's like it's not the same. So they're not gonna just get Kevin Love and move. He's gonna come off the bench. Well, that brings me to Miami Heat. Are they being overlooked or overrated? I don't think exactly. I don't think it's neither they're or clicking. I think everybody's right now, clicking. And they got Jimmy Butler. Are they so, going to be serious? Is this going to be something serious to like pay attention to come playoff time? In the East, yeah. In the East, yeah. yeah. You figured they made the playoffs, no, and they were the eight seed. So if they get a high seeding, how far do you go? Like top four seeding, how far do you see them going? I give them four. Um, I say Western Conference. I say the Western Conference. Eastern Conference one. Yeah, Eastern. Oh yeah, I mean Eastern Conference. I say that they can make it because they got they got a real strong. They got a real strong. Jimmy Buckets has been bugging. Tyler Hero has been bugging. You feel me? Like they they got them a nice little. They got a, little they got a squad. Man. This is one of those playing ball. They playing ball. They like they playing ball. Now my question so, to you guys is: are, Is Milwaukee the Ravens of the NBA or the East Coast? Are they no. going to stop? No. Yeah, oh, for the, for the East. For the East, maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. I got them going know. out the East. Like I said, when you, when you ask me who's in the finals, mm-hmm. I got them going out the East because once they get to Philadelphia, it's ugly. Yeah, Philly, Philly. I feel like is going to be the underdog Philly's throughout the make, whole playoffs. He's going to make Joel and B look bad. Yo, that's crazy. But you got to think of, But no, 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 no. It's not even just... But like this. I honestly say it like this. I don't think he will. Really? The only reason why I say that is because Joel Embiid also has Al Horford there with him. So it's not Joel, like... Al Horford. You're just all right, going so against... put it, All right, boom. Al Horford is in the tail end of his career. Whew. Facts. But Al Horford still hustles down that field better than... Better than uh, what you call it? Better than um, Joel Embiid. So you figure, you figure if if Al Horford gets himself positioned right, I don't think Giannis will be able to do what Giannis does good because you figure, like, you figure, like, other than Giannis pulling, making making it like he has a shot now, Giannis still (laughs) does the same. Yeah. Giannis still does the same swim to the swim to the rim. But you know what? He added the back down to his his repertoire too. He's been backing yeah. people down. Yeah, and, and, and I respect that. But it's like, but you gotta look at it. Joel Embiid and Al Horford is too big for all that. So he's going to have to rely on overliable because you figure you're not gonna be able to back them two down and both of them 
are about to hike and weigh probably more than nah, you. Gotta look at it. You, gotta look at it. you gotta look at this. Milwaukee's hitting their shots. So if you're hitting your shots, that opens up the floor. It opens up the floor right. for who? But Giannis to do what Giannis does. Because mm-hmm. one of them is gonna have to you're leave right. to go out and defend. So that leaves one. So that leaves You're them one on one on an on island with Giannis. Mm-hmm. So he's able to do yep. what he does, which is that Euro step, and he's going to stretch it up. But now, but now I'm gonna say this though: you also look at the Sixers. The Sixers are, are that team to where it's like you don't know what Sixers team or who on the Sixers is going to kill you, because you figure all it takes for one of them to get hot, and then the rest of them catch fire right along with them. That's the, that's the thing, and it's though. Not, and it's that's not their just, problem, and it's, though. And it's not just... It's, all, it's, I mean, it is their problem. It's not... A, like, rather, who's going to get... It's, can they get hot? And for the... And a lot of the time... Yeah, it is. Like, but you figure in a seven-game... But you figure in a seven-game series, all it's going to take is for them to get hot at least one game. Yeah, and it's it's like going to be a... Clo- it'll be a close series. I give it... I, I give feel it like that would be... I'm not even going to... It's going to be a 4-3 series. I ain't even going to Yeah. It's gonna go all seven. Yeah. I feel I feel the same way. I feel like it's gonna go all seven. Because it's like it's gonna be game seven and it's like we all know it's gonna be in Milwaukee, but like I said, you don't know what Sixers team or who on the Sixers is gonna kill you because for all you know, they can sit there and keep it close and then Mike Scott coming off the bench dropping thirty just out it's of the blue can be what that. they need to or, or, That's what or I'm saying. What I think is going to happen. Joel Embiid is going to take over got... the game and score 40 like he almost did against the Celtics the other night. But that's the Celtics. They're but not see, that's big. the thing. That's... That might be just one game. Big for them to yeah. be able to stop Giannis. Do you guys, I mean, you guys think I mean, you guys Embiid, think I'm sorry. Talking about, we're talking about we're talking about the Bucks. Oh, we're not oh yeah, yeah, no. Nah, I, I just... So you figure, you figure when it comes spot. to matchup, they got the Brooks brothers. You figure they got the Brooks brothers. Yeah, I'm just about to mention that. You talking about Embiid yeah, so, and Horford? They still got Robin and Brook Lopez. Okay, but but you, they still got uh, what you call it too? Um, oh, what's the? You talking about uh, Harris? Tobias Harris? Um, yeah, they still got Tobias oh, yeah, Harris too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you think but he's you not figure, a banger, and you still got also banger. throw in you no, still, he's not a banger, but, but you still also got to throw in and uh yeah and you figure my uh, if uh if he catches fire <laughs> Tobias Harris catches fire that's the worst one you want because when Tobias Harris catches fire you figure Ben Simmons starts bugging inside the paint because now he's getting all one on ones you he's figure not, that's he's got many one on ones though that's what I'm saying the the buck team. They exactly that's why I say team. it's gonna be a bloody it's, that's gonna be probably one of the best games out yeah, of yeah, yeah. is if it's the Sixers versus the Bucks because it's like that game can go either way because both teams are built big. Yeah, they are they're built small. They're built <laughs> big and they're fast and that's physical. Yeah. Both teams are fast and physical. So it's like you don't know what well, my you're sleeper, hit. my sleeper. Chris Middleton, hmm. he could hit from anywhere, okay. anywhere. Now I love, yeah, I love I'll, this, probably uh, say, I'll probably say Flyboy. Joe, Joe and B talk. I only, I, I was asking because oh, I love the Sixers talk because I was going to talk Joel and B. Um, Thirty-eight points, like I said, against the Celtics. We all know it wasn't be, 
I mean, there's no big men in, 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 in uh, Boston, so that 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 could be part of it. But um, <clears throat> is Embiid the best big in the East? Nope. You going with Giannis? Yep. Damn, I can't front. I mean, I don't know, man. That's a tough out for me. I want to see them in the playoffs. Now that you guys have been talking about it. I mean, AD right now is the best big in the NBA. True. Right okay. I'll give you that one. I got to give you that one. Because that man, like, AD, I feel like AD, the AD and LeBron James That's probably the best. matchup is a match made and in it's a nightmare right for every other team in the NBA, to be honest. Right. Yeah, because you figure, you figure they force you to mm-hmm. go big because of AD and his, and his prowess. So it's like, he's not the... That's why it's like, if anything, if Milwaukee, like, no bullshit, if the, like, I still say the Lakers are going to have a hard time going seven games with the Clippers. But if the Lakers make it past the Clippers, because you figure that's probably going to be their hardest mm-hmm. test, the Lakers make it past the Clippers, I don't see nobody stopping. That's not. I believe it. Because the other, other day, AD dropped 50 points. Guess how much LeBron had? 20, probably 20 32. To 30. And he had, like, Ten dollars, but he does. But that's what I'm saying. Like he does that on the that's regular. Saying, it's like, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, but he has, all he he has like eleven AD. dimes and thirty two points. Mm, that's crazy. That's and then Caruso, Caruso, Caruso is my sleeper for later <laughs> because Caruso, Caruso been bugging out of his fucking mind. Like I feel like that's why it's like AD coming to the Lakers. Literally did more for them than it's like anybody could account for because now it spreads the field so wide to where now you got Caruso doing putback dunks over Dwight mm. Howard. I forgot about Dwight Howard. Yeah, he's doing here too. Like that, there's a lot. Of, everybody's big over there. It's crazy. They got a whole they line. Uh, they did that. They did that. They did that for a reason because they they noticed that. It's like when the Warriors was killing everybody, it was impossible to stop them because they spread the floor so perfectly and their ball movement movement was so fluid that it's literally impossible. And LeBron James is now mimicking that with him and AD because you figure it was all like when the Warriors won their first one, it was the Splash Brothers. It was Clay and Steph with Draymond uh, and Equal Dollar. Draymond. Draymond and Iguodala playing the support roles where it's like, all right, you want to sit there and come up? All right, well, Draymond's just going to do a nice little pick and roll. You feel me? Boom. Got it. You feel me? Or you feel me? Oh, you want to leave me? You want to leave Iguodala wide open? All right, Iguodala's going to hit. It's crazy. You feel me? Like, Iguodala, they call Iguodala the fourth Splash yeah. Brothers because you figure it. First no, the splash third brother, Splash yeah. Brothers. Because it's like that year he was just hitting everything. It opened up like there was nothing that that man wasn't hitting. So you figure LeBron realized that. You feel me? As many times as LeBron played the Warriors at their best, that was the one time where he realized that you know what? I need somebody who can make who can make teams spread the floor. You feel me? And it'll open up everything else. And then when AD got there, he told AD, "This is your team. I'm just here to help you." Because he didn't want that support. He didn't want that dominant role that he's had every other year because it tires right. him out. All right, y'all. We got literally like four or five minutes 
want you to look at this clock. We're gonna, I'm gonna give y'all a minute to two minutes on this. I got my last question. It's an MLB question. It's not totally an MLB question because I'm gonna take it in other places, but it's typically, an, or it's, it's a broad MLB question. Listen, the MLB just passed a new rule where they're not gonna be, they're no longer gonna be tested for marijuana. They're only gonna test for- Word, right? They're only gonna be tested for cocaine and, and uh, opioids and shit like that. Opioids. So they're no longer, they're gonna teach, the they're gonna treat marijuana like it's alcohol if you they smell it or they feel like you're on it then obviously they're gonna say something or whatever but other than that if it's not obvious or blatant then they're gonna leave it the fuck alone they're not gonna be testing to see if you got any system my thing is i mean it's, if they test for anything else it's obviously gonna pop up but it's not gonna be one of those things where it's like oh we got yeah. system. So what's going on my thing is do you think the nba and nfl are gonna follow suit and, and I'm gonna tell you I mean, the NBA, that. I think the NBA, NBA was already be last because now nah, the NFL is going to be last. Nah, what NBA, they're more strict on it than the NFL. What? What are you talking about? The NFL literally had. Look at Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon has been getting caught with weed since what, like four times? I mean, yeah, you're going to be a repeat now offender. He, of course, they're going to be hard on you, but I mean, but that's the thing. It's like. You, the way I see, it, and then it's like somebody else, like uh, Robert Quinn from the from the Patriots, just got in trouble for weed. Like that's how I see. It. It's like I feel like the the NFL is literally going to be the last team. I mean, they might both. I feel like the NBA do it at the same probably, time because the NBA. Nah, I say the no. NBA. I say the NBA is going to do it before the NFL. Like the NFL is not going to do it until they see the NBA do it because you figure the MLB has a good platform, but it's like the M- the NBA has a bigger platform because they have more black players in the MLB. So you figure if they sit there and be like, all right, I well, say both of them. we're going to be honest. This might be both of them. If one sees the other one do it, then it'll, it'll happen. Yeah, I feel like it's wrong, but I feel like it's going to be like a year difference, a year gap between them because it's like once one does it and they see that, they, that they've gone a full year and no issues have come about, then it's like, all right, well... You know, we've given some hard consideration because you figure they've been trying to push for that. Like, players have been trying to push for that. Ex-players have been trying to get the NFL to drop yeah, they, But I feel like pay the management NBA, Because, you know, all of the head injuries and all look of that. Look at, look at Gronkowski. Gronkowski literally said once he got out, mm-hmm. he started taking, like, the CB, CBD oil stuff and yeah. everything. And... He feels better than he's ever played. He ever felt. Do you think Gronk's coming back next year? He's not eligible to come back this year. Um, but nah, I highly doubt Gronk wants. Nah, to come he's back. gonna come back. I mean, if figured, Tom Brady, if Tom Brady's still there, nah. then yeah. If he's not, then definitely not. Nah. But no, nah. no, no. Only nah. ask because like nah. that. I think, in my opinion, and you probably don't don't give a shit of why they're doing it. You're just probably happy that they did it. But my opinion on why they're doing it is because they're not appealing to the young crowd. <coughs> Baseball is watched by old white men. Let's just be Baseball is boring as shit. It's boring as hell. It's, I mean, it's really only popping like, when the, when the playoff like comes. Only... And unless you like the team or like, I, I'm from Connecticut. So like, we got the Hartford Yard Goats and I've been to a game. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to go to a game, even if you don't well, know who the hell is playing. 15 minutes from Bridgeport and you going all the way to Hartford. 
What? Who did? Who point? Oh yeah, those guys. I mean, Bridgeport. I don't really like Bridgeport. I don't really like Bridgeport like that. I, don't know. Wow. I mean, I've been proud of the big Bridgeport fan. I've been to like I've been to like seven Phillies game and like four Yankees games. Wow. So I kind of, I'm kind of one of those people where if I actually like baseball because. It is entertaining to me because it's like I like seeing a pitcher and uh, <coughs> and a batter go at it. I you know, I, I kind of like that. I mean, it's more, it's more, it's more watchable at the game than it is on TV. Yeah, no, I couldn't sit like there's a million other things on TV I'd rather watch. Come on now, I can't. I mean, I can sit during the playoffs mm-hmm. or if this is an interesting game. Or like if the Phillies is playing the Raptors, I mean not the Raptors, the Blue Jays, I can I could tune into that, but I can't like I'm just not big on like watching meaningless. They got a hundred. He said the Phillies and the Blue Jays, man. If you don't get you, nah. Yo, you watch him out. Watch him out, bro. I know. <laughs> I, I just like the Blue Jays. They straight. They, you know what I mean? Get a smack. It seemed like a lot of shit going down at their game. You better pick a side, bro. You over here talking about some blue Toronto and shit. You either New York or Boston. Wow. And we ain't even talking about the better. <laughs> yeah, we talking about we talking about the better. We're not the better, yeah, the better, the better squad. Nah, I feel you. The Bronx Bombers, the real bombers. You know how I got so mad. I got so mad that Minnesota was trying to call themselves the bomb squad. Like, what? They're disrespectful for don't, that. Don't, Yo, and guess who got? Guess who really got? Yeah, Minnesota Twins. Not, Minnesota the Twins. Okay. Okay. Colorado, Colorado Rockies, Rockies, but nah, it's right, Minnesota right. Twins. <laughs> but yeah, they really tried to call themselves the the bomb squad. And I'm like, oh really? And guess what happened? They got blown the fuck out by the real bombers, the Bronx bombers. Right. Well, and we gonna win, and I'm calling it now. We win the World Series because we just got Greg Cole. Now nobody's nobody's hitting against us because we got five dominant pitchers. Once Domingo uh, Gramon comes back from his his suspension, whenever that happens, that's five pitchers that nobody's gonna. Yeah, we with. got the best pitching staff for the league. Oh yeah, and we got a, and we got a nice little bull, and we got a nice little uh, bullpen too. So you figure, pick your poison. Because Luis Severino was cooking up, started cooking up when he got back. You figure Paxton Lynch was sitting there taking everybody. Tanaka was sitting there knocking niggas. Then we got the I did watch the playoffs when it was last year when it was playing. They looked good. They just couldn't hit nothing. But I mean, it, it, it comes. Well, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? Play Houston. That was a season. I mean, but it's I mean, that's because they had that's because that's why we took Garrett Cole from them. Like, bro. yeah, no, exactly. I know. I get, that's like, what I'm saying. We was able to hit because we it realized was not able to hit we can hit Verlander. He was not able to hit. We can hit Verlander. We couldn't hit Cole, and Cole was the game that we needed to win. Well, no, Cole was the toss-up game, and then we went against Granky again. Granky killed us to where when Verlander came up, it was just like. uh which way did he go, George? So it's like I'm glad we got Garrett Cole. You feel me? Because now that gives us a five pitcher rotation to where now you figure 
other than our bullpen, it's so like you got Sebastian. five dominant pitchers. Huh. Well, no, CC Sabathia. He did. That's why I shouted him out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to CC Sabathia, you know. But outside, like I said, we got five dominant pitchers. Ain't nobody going to mess with us. Like, it, we're, we're, we're strong in our bullpen. Like, ah, I don't see – I see us winning at all because all we really needed, and I said it last year, we'll all we needed was us. Exactly. Like, when Severino was out, it's like that hurt. I feel like if Severino didn't get hurt when he did, we probably would have been the number one seed. But I don't see the game really playing out differently because we still had no pitching. Like, Domingo Herman hurt us. Because if we had Domingo Herman in the playoffs, maybe we could have sat there and got one more game. Like, that game where uh, where Jay Happ came in and just blew the game. That wouldn't have happened because you figured Domingo oh, Ramon would have sat there and gave us that one. Oh my God, who are you telling? I was so mad yeah. that, that game. Yo, alert. I know and this that, ain't got nothing to do with baseball, but Harden just dropped uh, fifty-four seven and five rebounds against the Magic. They won one thirty to one hundred seven. The crazy thing was I'm debating oh, whether nice. to watch that game or this Lakers game, and this Lakers game is just busting. It's eight minutes left. I mean, they Wait, say that again. I said you might as well stay in the Lakers game because this Rocket game is a blowout. It's one thirty yeah. to one seven. Oh yeah, nah. I, yeah, I was, do you think yeah, Oscar's gonna make it back no to the point. playoffs this year or no? Who? Who? Orlando. Maybe. Said maybe. <laughs> hey, I, hold on. I heard uh, somebody choke a dog, and then they said maybe. <laughs> we got to end up on that note. We got to end on that note. We're going to get back to it on Tuesday. Thank y'all for coming out, man, and doing this with me like y'all do every single week. We I will see y'all on Tuesday, correct? Yes, sir. This is yep. JMO that you're listening to. Your boy Aaron Cooley, my boy Sed, and D-Mac. And we will you. see y'all or talk to y'all next week. <laughs>